Hey ladies, welcome to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Haas. And Michaela Johnson. And today's episode is about feeling stuck. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> okay, so I'm kind of honestly in a point in my life where I'm moving and in the right direction, but at the same time, I still have periods of not feeling like I'm walking in my purpose or feeling stuck and uninspired. And so it was really just on my heart to talk about today. And yeah. So <laughs> Kayla, I feel like every time I'm done talking, I'm like, Kayla, take the mic. <laughs> and you're on. <laughs> um, but I think for a while, like when I moved out to California, I was like, wow, I'm finally like figuring out what I want to do with my life. Like, this is it. Like, I don't exactly know like what I want to do, but I know I'm going to start going to school out here and then figure it out like this. Oh, like that and I was gonna start at this community college and I actually was gonna have to start all my credits over and um in the fall but and I was gonna take this career class but I was gonna do that over the summer to figure out what I actually want to do but I just like couldn't like I just didn't go through with that obviously and I came home so when I came home I was kind of like all right what am I gonna do now like what am I I got to the point where I was in California and I didn't feel stuck like I felt like I was moving somewhere and now I get then now I'm back and I'm like okay what I'm gonna do and for like all summer I was like I'm gonna do hygiene I'm gonna do hygiene like that's dental hygiene that's all I want to do and now I'm back to the point where I'm like I want to know what God wants me to do more than what I want to do and it's just like the problem of figuring that out yeah right I think I'm in the same spot because I, I'm in a weird position because when I first started training, I was like, this is it. I'm never going to have to work another nine to five job. I'm going to be set. Like, this is what I'm pursuing. And then it was like, slowly God was like, oh, no, it's not. You know, like (laughs) I have other plans for you. And so, um, with that, like, obviously I love doing the podcast, but it's like, how do you still do something you're passionate about, but then still have to pay the bills and like make an income, obviously. So um, it's kind of just finding and navigating in that, like, what can I do now to make an income that I don't absolutely hate spending my time doing, um, but it's still generating money. Yeah. While while the podcast grows and like while we get on our flow and like more advanced, I guess. Um, So I'm kind of back at the spot where now I'm starting another new job and it's like frustrating and I am. I'm feeling almost like unmotivated uninspired because it almost feels like in these moments I'm moving back right even though God obviously is trying to do something in my life it's just like I don't see it yet so that's when it kind of becomes uninspiring right and um I think my big problem is like even if I didn't want to stay at a job like I've been at the place I've been at for so long even if I didn't want to stay at that job like I don't like disappointing people so it's like I don't want to tell them I quit because unless like moving was a perfect example. Like I didn't really want to be there at that time. So I was like, oh, I'm moving. Peace. Like Mm -hmm. I had a a genuine like a genuine reason why I was leaving. Now it would be because I want to do something that's good for me, but I don't want to disappoint anyone. And I'm not quitting my job. I don't want to quit my job. But it's still the point where it's like I don't want to disappoint people. But it's like you have to figure out what you and God want, really. Mm And, like, what you truly want. Because in the end of the day, like, if you're not happy, like, me and Joss have talked about this before. Like, your work takes up, like, 90% of your life. Like, that's all you, that's 90% of us, like, all we do is work. And it's just, like, 
I'm trying to figure out the happy medium between working and doing this and going to school. And thankfully, next semester, I won't be in school. And so I can actually enjoy doing this. But it's almost like sometimes I feel like I'm trying to juggle all these things. And this is the main thing I want to do. So it's trying to find a happy balance, too, without feeling stuck. Because now I'm pretty much stuck until the end of the semester. Thankfully, it's only like three more weeks. But it's like, Like, I can't wait for it to be done. Yeah. I was listening to this sermon, and I feel like this is always how I start out my stories, but every time we we record, I swear, like, I'll just hear a sermon about something, and it brings me back. But this morning on my way to work, I was listening to this sermon, and he was basically talking about how following Jesus is so uncertain. Like, we're never 100% sure. And he was talking about Jesus' disciples, and... I honestly f- don't remember which one this, he, his name, but he was, he's like, wait, Jesus, like, I need to go bury my father. And Jesus's response was, let the dead bury the dead. And so, you know, it sounds intense, but it's like, basically, Jesus is like, following me isn't easy. Like, I'm not, it's not going to be convenient. It's not going to be a for sure path. Like, following me takes faith. And that just really reminded me because it's like, yeah, like I have to remember that if I'm walking in faith, not everything's going to be a hundred percent for sure or Mm -hmm. like a hundred percent certain. And I have to almost get comfortable with that and, um, have ease with that because I think naturally as humans, like we want to be secure and we want to be able to see the future and like plan every single step out so that we feel safe. Right. But walking with God is completely different. Like, he's like, you don't have a security blanket. And he honestly takes your security blankets away so that you are forced to trust him and walk with him. Right. And I actually was just before you came on in the car, I was watching TikToks. And Mm -hmm. a TikTok with Michael Todd came on where it was just a part of his... um, podcast and it was about faith and he was like you need to be crazy have crazy faith like and pastor always says this at church and so does his wife like we need to have faith of like a little child like Mm -hmm. a kid has so much faith and we need to bring back that childlike faith to us because if we have that childlike like faith we believe that anything Mm, can happen this is interesting because going back to michael todd i saw a sermon of him i don't remember if it was crazy faith because he has a series of that um But it was one sermon that he was preaching and he was talking about how when he was a kid, he set a goal of getting this $10,000 drum set. And obviously his parents were like, go get it because we're not buying it for you. And so he like had a picture of it. He would tell people that he was getting it. Like this was his faith, like just saying like he didn't have any limitations on himself because he's like a kid like when you're a kid you don't think it's impossible to do anything right right and so he was like you know I'm gonna get this drum set and I forget how long it took him to get it but he ended up getting that exact drum set and it was ten thousand dollars so how he did that I think he explains but I don't really remember but he ends up getting the drum set right and just by his faith and walking in faith like As a kid, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like, why do we lose that? Right. And I was just thinking about, too, when I was was a kid, I really was convinced. I was like, I'm going to get a horse. And I (laughs) lost the faith. Like, I was like, I don't want any Christmas presents. Like, I just want a horse. And my parents, of course, didn't get me one. But, like, if I would have kept that faith, I wonder if I would have got, you know what I mean? You would have. You would have found found ways. Because I feel like when you have faith, you talk to people about it as if it already happened. Mm -hmm. And then people, you never know who you're going to end up opening 
opening your mouth to that ends up blessing you. Right. You know, you could have ended up telling this rich person, like, as a little five-year-old, yeah, I want a horse, but, you know, like, my parents can't get it for me. And they would have been like, you know what? This is such a cute right. little girl, and she really wants this. Like, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get her a horse. <laughs> right, you exactly. You never know. But we don't, when we don't have faith, we almost, like, don't speak as if it's possible. Mm-hmm. And we don't tell people or, like, talk about it to people as if, like, it's going to happen. Right. Exactly. Which is, which is crazy because if you like with the podcast, when I talk about it, I'm like, dude, I'm really excited about it. People ask me, I'll be like, it's going really good. Like it's Christian based like this and that. And I have so much faith for this. Like I, I really can see it going far, Mm -hmm. but like with other things in my life, like my future, I'm kind of just like, okay, where does this go? Yeah. Like I don't have, it's almost like I don't have like, I know I can do something so good, but it's almost like I don't have faith that I can do anything that good. Isn't that so, crazy? Yeah. I just, and I honestly feel like sometimes when you talk, when we talk about things, it re-inspires me and it's almost like we're ministering to ourselves. <laughs> right. Because I'm like, why don't we actually, like, carry this out in our lives? Or, right. Like, generally, like, as humans, like, I mean, some people have, like, in- extreme faith, but generally, like, why don't we live this out like why don't we live by what we talk about sometimes yeah you know? and it's like you're so good this is like an example for everything like you're so good at giving relationship advice and I could give you relationship advice all day but I'm not going to take my own exactly like you could sit like I could sit here and be like no they're not the one for you but then like with me people in my life I'm like well, I'm just going to keep getting disappointed. No, yeah. Like, it's so true. And it's just like, you can sit there and be like, you're so beautiful to somebody. But when we look at ourselves, we're like, mm, you're all right. Like, it's yeah. so, it's just like all these things in life that I really am curious. Like, why don't we listen to it with yeah, ourselves? It's crazy. And like, that's have faith like, in you. Yeah. And I feel like I always tell everybody, like, dude, you can do it. Like, what's your dream? Like, go after it. Why aren't you doing it? And then I look at my life and I'm like, okay, but security seems better. Yeah. Like, security safer. Like, I know I might be able to do that, but honestly, I don't even want to take the risk because security's better. You know what I mean? Like... Dude, and what I just literally... I think this was God, honestly. I'm not even going to lie. I just literally <laughs> in my head was like, but if we just took that security out and started walking my faith, it's going to happen. No, exactly. It is going to happen. See, and, and that's, isn't that crazy? Because it's like, we don't even think about this stuff when we're not recording sometimes. No, it's no. like we're literally speaking and it just like flows. But no, it's it's real. Like if we're constantly, and we say this all the time, and I feel like nobody could ever say this enough, in our comfort zones and when we literally put ourselves in a box and we're like, only thinking about security, only thinking about comfort and go back to what's what's comfortable, mm-hmm. we will literally never grow as yep. humans. Yep. And our life will stay the same because we continue to do the same things. We continue to be in the same relationships, work the same jobs and don't try anything outside of that. Yeah. And then we wonder why our lives aren't changing. Yeah. It's because we keep ourselves in that box. Yeah. And I um, just thought about, I'm reading, I read this book. It's a daily devotional. It's called Jesus is Calling. And I've told you about it before. Yeah. And I, I send you the You like, send the them to me like every yeah. day. And a lot of them is like, literally it's supposed to be Jesus like it's this girl she wrote it as Jesus was talking to her what she heard the Lord saying to her and um a lot of them are like going back and I feel like they relate to my life a lot which is crazy because I got the book like not that long ago but you're supposed to start in January but I was like I don't care I'm starting it now and I'm starting from January so like it's not even supposed to like it I'm not even reading it how I'm like would be so and so supposed to yeah who follows what they're supposed to do when they're reading the bible (laughs) anyways or anything like that so i am reading it and a lot of times they pertain to my life 
And a lot of them are like, if you bring your mind when you have these anxious thoughts back to Jesus and back to God, these things leave your head. So if we like every time we got that little ounce of discouragement, and I mean, it's so easier said than done because I struggle with this on a daily basis. It's like anxiety with money, anxiety with just like personal stuff like this and that. Um, If I like stop and calm my thoughts down from that, literally my faith would extend so much like go back to Jesus like in those moments where I'm feeling those thoughts in the book it's like if you bring your attention on me like my presence and my call like my thought my voice to you you would nothing else would like Matter. matter in that moment wow Caleb this is crazy that same sermon that I was watching today it's called pain plan oh. and the whole sermon is basically about how when you're feeling a certain way what's your plan to get out of that like you need to have a plan set mm-hmm. in place before you even get into situations so like for your um, anxiety what's your plan when you're feeling anxiety Going into it, you already have to have it. Or what's your plan financially? Or what's your plan in relationships? Like you have to have it already ready so that when you get in those situations, you know exactly what you're going to do. And he was saying, he's like, when we're in pain, the last thing we want to do is pray. And that's the first thing we need to Mm -hmm. do. And he was like, in pain makes you not want to pray or pain doesn't it turns you away from things that are good because you almost want to sit in it and you almost don't want to get out of it because Mm -hmm. we get into these like victim mentalities or these like downward spirals of negative thoughts at least I know I do yeah um in those moments where something discouraging happens and then you just almost don't want to feel better right not that you don't but you just want to sit in it and like almost dwell yes dwell And he was like, um, you know, praying will immediately get you out of that Mm -hmm. if you just turn and do it. Yeah. You know? And I actually went to this. This brings me back to that. Like, this literally relates to it. Because this girl was telling me when I was living out in California, I I was working, not working. I was volunteering at this church and I wanted to do children's ministry with the young kids. Mm -hmm. And um, I had to volunteer before getting to be an actual teacher. And... um, I had to go to this like meeting thing or whatever one night and I went to it and the lady was speaking that kind of like runs the youth ministry. She's one of like the top, the head people. She was telling me, she's like, even when I don't want to pray or even when I don't or not when I don't want to pray, even when I don't want to do it, like come to church or like be here or anything like that. I just say, Jesus, please help me through that this day. And he helps me. And then I started doing that at work when I don't want to work and when I don't want to be there. I do that too. Or when I'm overwhelmed, I just am like, Jesus, please help me through this. And my mind, my mood instantly changed, Mm -hmm. changes. Or like when I'm freaking out or having like um, a moment where I'm just like in my thoughts and I can't help it. I just sit there and I'm like, Jesus, please help me. Please help me. Please help me because I'm going to freak out. Yeah, that's amazing. I do. I do that at work too. And I remember when I worked at the bank, like I absolutely like despise that job like I would go in and it was just such a negative environment I'd get cussed out like it was so negative and my first three days were like the busiest days because the first and the third of the month are really busy because on the first people get their I think it's like secure uh social security checks and or no the first people are paying rent so they're coming in for cashiers checks and rent money and stuff and then the third people are getting their social security checks so it's busy okay and my particular location was like wild busy like I can't even explain how busy it was um you were on your feet like yeah crazy and um my my it was literally like my third day was the third of the month and it was 
crazy. I've never experienced anything like that before. And I literally just like would write prayers down the whole day. You did tell me that before. And the lady next to me, she was like, I have never seen anybody do that good like their first week. And I balanced, which is like really hard to do, especially when you first are starting. I My drawer balanced. Like everything went so smoothly. And I don't even know how I did it. Well, I know how I did it by the grace of God. But like in the moment, like I was like, how did I even get through this? Dude, and this brings me back to literally I this like last week, I started freaking out about money because I don't I'm terrible. Me and Joss were just talking about this. Like, I'm terrible with money. I need to be better. And um, I literally was like, God, I'm really stressing about money right now. I don't know what to do. Like, our hours got cut back because of COVID. We haven't had too many patients. Like, just please help me. And literally, because I asked my bosses, I was like, am I getting paid for Thanksgiving? They were like, well, we don't know because you left for that half a year and this and that. And I was like, okay, that's kind of baloney. What? Yeah, isn't that kind of bogus? Yeah. Yeah, so they weren't originally going to pay me for holidays because I left. And I was like, but I worked full time, so that's why they're giving it to me because I earned them, basically. I don't know. So I asked them, and I was like... And at first they were like, I don't know, because you left and you came back. And I was like, okay, whatever. And so I, internally I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with Christmas presents. Like nobody's going to get Christmas presents. Sorry. And then literally the next day she comes up to me and she's like, well, I think he's going to give them to you. And I was like, oh, sweet. And, and that's then, time and a half, right? Um, no? no, just my normal pay oh, for that okay. day. And, um, and then she was like, and we're going to give you a raise. And I was like, and I literally... That was after I prayed, asking God to help me. So it's literally, like, that's a prime example of if you ask God for something, like, every single night I write out this thing that I just showed Joss that I learned from TikTok. You write out P-R-A-Y, and P is for praise. So you're thanking God for, like, the day, for waking you up, anything you want to praise God about. Um, R is repent. That one I always have a lot to repent about. (laughs) R is repent. So you write down anything you want to, like, be forgiven for, like, um, A is for ask. So Every single day and ask, I ask for my purpose. And Jess has said this in previous episodes. Why are we so afraid to ask God for things? Yeah. And why is for yes? But back to asking for God, why are we so afraid? We can ask God to bless other people, but why are we afraid to ask God to bless us? Yeah, right. Like, very true. I think because the mindset I get in, though, is when I ask for a lot, I, um, sorry, I'm kind of going on a tangent, but when I ask, I feel like I'm asking for too much, which Mm -hmm. it's never too much for God. So I, I almost don't want to be selfish. So that's almost like where I think about, I want to pray for people every day, but it's almost like when I get to the point of like, keep asking for stuff, I don't want to be selfish. So I think about that a lot too. I'm like, I don't want to be selfish. Like, don't be selfish, Caleb. But at the same time, I'm like, but what are these things that I actually need to work on and actually need help with mm-hmm. that I'm asking God for. And I'm, it's almost like I'm being selfish from holding it back to ask. Mm-hmm. So it's like the happy medium figuring out like, well, and God know. already knows. Yeah, exactly. He knows <laughs> what I'm thinking about. He knows what I want. He knows what I need. He more so what I need than what I want. He knows what I need knows more than both. I, yeah. He knows what I need more than what I, than I know what I need. Mm-hmm. So that gives me a lot of hope thinking, knowing that God already knows and, I think about, like, too, with my future and, like, even today. I'm like, God already saw this coming. Yep. Like, he knows what I'm doing today. He knows what I'm doing tomorrow. He knows what I did yesterday. Like, so it gives me, excuse me, hope <laughs> in general. And then what was why? Oh, for yes. I said that kind of at the Oh, yeah. okay. I it's for saying yes to God. So, like, literally just, like, 
yes to following Jesus. That's what I usually, for an example, yes to forgiveness, yes to loving people as you love yourself, stuff like that, that you, even though you don't want to say yes to. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so it's, I really, it's really nice. The lady explained it. She's like, if you don't need to like, um, if you don't know what you're praying about, and this is perfect for stuck. If you feel stuck and you don't know what to pray about, like this is a perfect example. Mm. That's amazing. I feel like it's not that I don't, I do ask God for things, but I almost go into it with the thought process. Like, I feel like he's not going to answer it. Oh. And not like because he can't, I almost don't feel worthy sometimes. Okay. Like when I ask, I'm just like, well, you know, there's much, many more people who are more holy or like more worthy or whatever like obviously they're lies but in those moments you don't really feel that way and you just kind of don't really feel worthy of God's blessings right and so um I think that yeah that kind of holds me back sometimes yeah and I feel like um if you've been disappointed a lot like it almost like you feel like even though you know God will do it you almost feel like you get disappointed by people so why even ask yeah and I almost feel like that's kind of the spot I'm in is because I almost feel disappointed that I'm working again Mm -hmm. and that might sound really like I want to say like stuck up but it's not that it's just I don't mind working I just don't like doing jobs that I don't like to do right and every single time it puts me in like this bad mood and like almost like god why am I back here again like I thought I was over this period of my life like I thought I was moving on to bigger and better things and I almost think that he is preparing me like I might not be ready for those things yet but it's just hard to accept that sometimes like I don't want to be back in this spot again and I want to have my time back and I want to have, you know, make more money than, you know, the little amount that I get hourly. Right. And like, I want to start thinking more gratefully about it though, because like, at least I have a job when a lot of people don't. Because I know, especially in COVID times, like some people lost their jobs, some people don't have jobs. So I am grateful to have an income at least, but it's just more of the thought, wow, I thought that I was like moving on from this like conventional job I guess right no I completely understand and I think um I need to start realizing what I'm asking for like if it's like the things I'm asking for are realistic but like sometimes it's just like I don't know if my focus is right so that's where where I almost feel like God is trying to like make me realize like maybe my focus isn't where it needs to be right now like me asking for these things maybe it's not what I need right now I need to work on these other things so it's almost like I I almost feel like God wants me to start asking for other things to be able to do the things. And I, or he's just waiting for you to get to a certain point of maturity Mm -hmm. to give you them. Yeah. And for you to prove that you're like a good steward of whatever you're asking for. Oh yeah. Because sometimes we're not responsible and then he's going to bless us and we're not going to know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And then his blessing kind of just like, we weren't good stewards over it. So I think he waits for us to be ready. But it's hard to accept sometimes. Yeah. And I saw this thing or heard this thing where it was like, God doesn't yell. He He whispers whispers (laughs) consistently. But you have to be open and receptive to hearing his consistent whispers. Yeah. And that really hit me when I heard that because I'm like, I feel like I expect God to just like throw this huge freaking sign in my face so that I'm like so certain and so sure. But if you think about it, that wouldn't require any type of faith. Yeah. Like if he just put it in front of us, that would not require us to pray. It wouldn't require us to step out on faith and trust him. He wants us to walk with him and trust him for the things that 
he can only give us. Right. So um, that really hit me because, yeah, he we have to consistently be in his word. We have to consistently pray. We have to have quiet time. And sometimes those things lack on my end. So that might be one of the reasons why he's like, you're not ready because you're not consistent with me. Right. Um, and I actually was talking to my therapist about it. She was taught because I had a lot of questions just in general because I'm terrified to go to hell but like um I just had <laughs> questions about it in general and um well I think everyone's scared to go to hell but on a real note mm-hmm. like I'm so scared of that and um I was asking her questions and she's like well God's always talking to us it's just if we choose to listen or not so just like what you just said and it it really confirms that like those little voices that you hear that you're like is that me or is that God 90% of the time it's it's God and we're just doubting that it's not God and that's like where we have to realize that like we can hear him and he's there we just have to get to that point oh yeah and I've learned when I get those little unctions or like little feelings that I should go after something I just do it and if it doesn't work out I'm like okay that wasn't God but if it does work out I'm like okay I was right like that was God right but you'll never unless it's like a negative thing then obviously that's not God but mm-hmm. if it's something positive and like I really won't lose anything from going after it then I try it and the worst that could happen is that it just doesn't work out yeah and I think my problem with that though is figuring out like I love that mm-hmm. and but I think it's figuring out as stupid as this sounds like figuring out what's positive for me and what's negative for me what do you mean like I know like negative things are like not going out to drink but I feel like I haven't got those umptions to go do things yet besides the podcast, the podcast. Be- yeah besides the podcast I so, think like, I think you do it more than you realize you do because it's like when you pray for people that's an unction from God okay when you do things with church that's something in God okay when you do the podcast that's something in God or whatever like it doesn't have to be something so big as like oh you know job opportunity or moving or it doesn't always have to be something so huge i think we need to start looking at it as god is fluent in everything okay and so it could just be a little um feeling like you need to give this person some money or you need to you know buy food from somewhere and give it to a homeless person like there god speaks it's not just in like these huge life events it's in the little day-to-day things too okay that makes sense that does make a lot of sense and I think the more you follow it the louder it gets because you'll know what that feeling feels like and then you'll know oh that's God okay that makes sense okay that I like that Mm -hmm. like it it makes it more like real realistic 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 Wow. Every podcast is yeah. like, like, wait a second, and I'm like this, what is- and you're like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's crazy because it's the little things like that that we don't realize, and I think that's what I feel stuck in because I'm like, is this really? That's another thing I feel stuck with. Like I'm like, is this really God doing this for me, or is this me doing this for me? Yeah. Like, is it something I want, or is it something God wants for me? Right. And I think a lot of times too, I'll look for out outward. Um, confirmation. So like I'll look for somebody to tell, give me a word or I'll look for somebody to, you know, just confirm something. You know how like when sometimes somebody you're close with will be like, I feel like God really is saying this to you. Like I almost look for those like super often though. Okay. Okay. Almost like where it's like, girl, you, you need a little bit of faith because you're just, you're just waiting for somebody to confirm it. And I think that's kind of like, where I'm at right now is like I'm waiting for somebody to just like give me that miracle or like that sign for me to go and do it. Right. Yeah. I completely agree with you, which is crazy because it's like you need to, I don't know. 
I don't know what I want to say, but. But I think when, when I'm feeling stuck or when I'm feeling uninspired too, like doing things like outreach things always re-inspires me or, you know, helping people or serving people in some way that always makes me feel more inspired because I'm like wow I just love doing this and yeah. it makes me want to do more and it inspires me for my future it gives me ideas so I think really pushing through and obviously like pushing yourself to be in God's word because I notice when I'm not as consistent in his word I feel a lot more uninspired yeah. than I am when I'm in his word right and like just with those doubtful feelings like even asking God like God, I'm feeling really doubtful right now. Like, please help my doubtful mind. Like, God will help you. Like, yeah. you, you just have to, like, be willing to ask that and be willing to be hear what he wants to say to That's you. That's true. Yeah. And I feel like um, in moments of backsliding or in moments of not reading and hearing God as much, like, it really breeds almost like insecurity. And I think when we're insecure and um, not yeah, not as confident as normal. We don't go after things like how we would if we're super confident and like in his word and praying and worshiping and listening to him, um, which I did just start at a Christian organization. So Kayla, I'm sorry. I don't literally know. I'm, like 50 I yawns. yawn all the time. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, but literally me and Joss will be talking and I literally just yawn all the time. It makes me feel so boring. No, dude. no, no, you're uh-huh. not. Literally at all. Like I'm so, I tell you this all the time. I'm so intrigued with like you in general, but like <laughs> literally I just like, I just one don't sleep enough on my own. Sorry. Yeah. We're, we just gone to like random yeah. tangent, but literally like I don't sleep enough on my own. So then when I'm sitting and you're not boring at all but I literally I feel so bad I'll be literally in group settings like at parties and I'll be like sitting there yawning and people are like okay like no I'm just I don't know what it is I'm lacking oxygen that's what yawning is (laughs) anyways Um, but anyway I just started today was my first day at um, a Christian organization here in Milwaukee and I feel like even though it was only one day just being around other Christians and being able to talk about God or have random people just talk about God to you or bring something up um, gospel related is really inspiring in general even though the job is boring but um, being around other Christians and working with other Christians like I realized that that's the work environment that I want even when it's on my own time like I want to be surrounded by other believers because it's just so much more uplifting and positive. Yeah and I was talking to my therapist about that today how like I want to be able to like I love my job I like being part of a dental field I don't know why but I just like the vibe of it like and I kind of always want to have my foot in the door because dental work as everyone knows so expensive so if you work at a place like you get free dental work so yeah, that's true. <laughs> in a way like it's it's a benefit for working there and I do love the dental field it's just interesting and intriguing to me there's so many like changes and all that but like I was talking to my therapist about it I wish there was a Christian dental office but Anyways, like, I don't want to have one foot. It's basically like having one foot in the world and one foot in God's world. And it's just, like, I don't want to do that. So it's learning how to, like, have my spirituality with God and my relationship with God and be able to have that at work. The HR lady at my job just told me today, because she used to work at a secular job, like a normal job, and she said that sometimes God does call us to be in those settings, and you can still be fulfilling God's calling without working at a Christian organization, but um, 
it is just a different vibe being surrounded by Christians in general. Right. Because exactly. if you need somebody to pray for you, you have your coworkers to pray for you. Mm-hmm. Or like in my interview, we literally prayed before my interview. It's oh, like I just like those that. little things where it's like, wow, like, you know, even if it doesn't work out or whatever, it's just really uplifting. Right. Yeah. I like that. And that's what I, I think I need to start being just stronger by myself too, because if you're strong by yourself, like it's okay. Yeah. But it's like, we kind of explained this, you've explained this to me before. Like I need to get strong enough. So then like people that I want to help get strong, I need to be able to be strong enough to help those people. Exactly. But you need to get strong on your own first. Yeah. You have to fill yourself up and make sure that like you're being consistent in the word and spiritually filled up, emotionally filled up before you can help other people. Right. And that makes a lot of sense. And at first I didn't really know like what filling up meant. Like I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) And it literally means to like rejuvenate your word because that's how you get like refulfilled with God. And um, I think sometimes I have these doubtful things like, oh, like, why am I doing this? Like, what's the point of it? But the feeling of it is so different than anything else. Yeah. To be honest, before we started recording, I was feeling like unmotivated, uninspired, not with the podcast, just kind of in life and not in a depressing Mm -hmm. way, but I was just in one of those slumps and I feel like I'm feeling re-inspired and just re-energized because no matter whether we individually we see it or not, Every single one of us has a purpose here and whether God makes it super obvious or he's just whispering it and we're not really hearing it yet, you have a purpose and you have, and there's an intention of you being here. Right. And it's just so crazy to think like you specifically were chosen to be alive. Like your parents were specifically chosen. Your specific situation was chosen. Mm -hmm. Even if it's a really bad situation, it was intentional And um, you have to just see the good as hard as it can be. You have to see the positive in things to realize that you're going to overcome this. You're going to come out on the other side stronger, able to help more people, more resilient. And you're going to realize how strong you actually are once you overcome that really hard struggle. But I think that's something that always really makes me have peace is knowing that God chose me for a reason I might not be 100% sure what that reason is yet, but I know for sure that he chose me for a reason and there's a reason that I'm here. Mm -hmm. And that goes for every single person who's listening. That goes for you. We all have a purpose and we all have a reason to be here. Yeah. And I think sometimes when I am going through a hard situation, like even like unmotivation, anything, I think about like my life in five years from now, this little like unmotivating thing I have. Um, right now at the moment is is not going to matter in that five years. Like God Literally. already has that five years planned for me and it's going to be amazing. And I, even when I don't think like, what if I'm not going to do anything with my life, which <laughs> I know isn't true at all. But when I get those doubtful thoughts, I like just try to think about like my life in five years is going to be so freaking good. Like yeah. I cannot wait. Yeah. You know? And I try to remember that and just remember that there's so m- much motivation in the Bible itself and finding those scriptures to go back to is what I'm honestly going to stop doing this podcast when we're done recording. Go and freaking write down like purpose, um, scripture, motivational scripture, because when we get in these moments, it's just so important to combat these lies and these hard times with the word of God and with yeah. the truth, you know? 
Yeah, and my therapist actually taught me because I was like, she's like, when you get in those moments of like, you literally, your mind is just like, you can't read. Like, you just cannot sit down and read the Bible. And I get like that a lot, like where I'm just kind of like, okay, not really, not that I don't need to get anything from that. That's not what this is about. But like, I just literally physically and mentally can't. Yeah. Um, She's just like, look up like something you're struggling with, like purpose. Like if you need help finding your purpose or like one I've looked up recently is the promise of a good man that God's <laughs> gonna put me in my life but like you literally find scripture to back that up and it's like wow like this is what God says it makes you feel so much better mm-hmm. and I think like just learning those ways to feel so much better and re-motivate yourself is so important yes and I think putting yourself in new situations finding yourself some new people to talk to like you have to put yourself out there to grow and get re-inspired because if you're especially in these COVID times like I know it's really hard a lot of people are staying in their house and yeah. they're doing the same routines every single day and some people are even working from home so they never leave their house right so it's it's really hard to find new and inspiring things when you're constantly doing the same routine, the same thing, right? Right. So it's really important for us to find some way to jump out of the box, like whether it's exercise, go for a walk, listen to new music, watch a sermon, like just different things to switch it up so that we feel that re-inspiration to you know, pursue whatever God wants us to pursue. Right. And I think that's kind of what I was backing down from almost is like, I want to do so much and so many big things. And it's like, it's hard to see when I'm at this state in life, you yeah. know? And so I think I almost got in this moment of discouragement. But honestly, like, I'm not even just saying this. This podcast and talking about it helped me so much. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for this topic and for you and for uh, all of you guys who are you. listening. Yes. Um, just so grateful for the few listeners that we do have now. Yes. And hopefully... Um, obviously we want to grow. So with that being said, we just pray that you guys um, got something from this, that it blessed you in some way. And if you could please like us on Instagram, follow us, comment on our posts, anything if you could share it or whatever, just ways to promote us so that more women can listen and so that we can yeah, reach more women and bless yeah. more women. Yeah, and even, like, men, if you guys do listen, um, yeah. we do appreciate you guys, too, a lot. You can help us save the girls. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we really appreciate this a lot. We we love you guys, and we do appreciate anything, even though when we do get these discouraging things. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a really good topic to talk about because I feel like people really look at Christians, and we've talked about this before, as, like, they're supposed to be perfect. Yeah. And it makes you realize that, like, when you do talk about this, like, this perfect image that you think you have to have in your head like it's okay to struggle like we're yeah. gonna struggle and we we almost need to talk about these things to realize that it's okay to struggle and these things happen so it can make us better because again you don't grow when you're comfortable <laughs> that's very <laughs> true right? alright guys well like we said share us like us whatever we love you thank you so yes. much for listening because we, we want to save, save the girls, girls.